lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that never has to worry about correct spelling because we have autocorrect. And for that, we are infernally grapefruit. And my name is Larry Wu. And I'm Curtis Withers. Larry, uh, it seems that uh, summer, or at least the traditional summer you would know of as a, as a school student, is, uh, is drawing to a close. How is, uh, how's, how's Callum taking it? Is he, uh, is he, is he trying to um, make the most of the last few days or is he looking forward to, to a new year of school? Uh, he, he likes school. Now he went to see like the Dragon Ball movie this week and he's been, he's been taking advantage of kind of the wind down. Um, he's going to a new school and of course with pandemic and, and summer, there's nothing happening until probably this, this last two weeks before school starts. So he's kind of like, he doesn't really know where to go and <laughs> what's his, what's his, what, and uh, it, and I kind of remember high school being like that too, right? Like you didn't really know where your first class or your homeroom was until probably the, the day before or something, right? Like that sounds. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I told them to to, to kind of calm down. It's it's a little different when you're in grade school. You already knew what class you were going into almost when uh, the last school year ended, right? Yeah, I always remember in high school like enjoying the first day just you know figuring it figuring things out and sort of getting the lay of the land and figuring out which teacher was going to be the worst and all that kind of stuff but uh what are the um what what are the um health and safety protocols like these days for high school students i don't i don't think there are any restrictions period It's not Western Ontario, Western University. <laughs> oh my God! Did you did you did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what year are they operating in? Uh, I don't know. I mean, so so they're they're requiring, if I'm not mistaken, they're requiring uh, vaccination to go to go to classes in person. I guess you can still have the option of taking classes remotely if you're not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then also there will be masking in lecture areas. <laughs> yep. um, I don't know, like there's there's a, there's a lot of people who are like, what the hell? And then there's a lot of people who support it. So I think we're still kind of at that stage where nobody really knows what to think, but they're going to think adamantly one way or another. Um, now, yeah. universities haven't changed all that much, and Western still didn't. I don't know. I, I think I heard the number was it was still staggering. How about make it safe for women to go to campus and be on campus, let alone people? You know, look look at how much they're doing just to protect people from COVID. Like, just oh, I I agree with you one hundred percent on that. It's been bad. Uh, you know. Certainly, when we were at Carleton, and even before, you remember they had that that foot patrol initiative and and stuff like that, like just trying to trying to make uh, campuses safer. But that was like a volunteer student organization. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really have any teeth. Like you know, I, I agree that it's, uh, it's like neighborhood watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I remember Neighborhood Watch. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I, I knew who or the block parent. I, I was surprised to hear that that Western would go down this road. And but isn't their definition like uh, two plus a booster? Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's, I, I believe. I, I believe yes. I believe it's at least three shots. Yeah, two plus like that, a booster. That ship has sailed a long time ago. This is not uh, March of twenty twenty one, right? Well, I mean, I think one of the, I mean, I well, I'm not against sort of being like like sort of measures to sort of mitigate COVID nineteen. I think I think yeah maybe the maybe mandating that is a bit is a bit uh, much because it seems like that is the kind of approach you take when you're trying to stop um this this, this when you're trying to stop the spread of the disease and and stop infections and and we're not at that stage anymore so yeah. i think it's like you were saying like that's kind of like a 2020 approach we're 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 at a at the sort of stage where you know you can't really stop transmission, but you can mitigate uh, you can mitigate the damage that it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, as an example, or I went to the CNE. We talked about that in the last episode about the f- food daring dare foods at the CNE. So I actually went. Mm-hmm. I did pack a mask. Didn't put it on. Mm-hmm. didn't check for vaccination status now a good part of the cne is outside so we all know now outside good inside not so good mm-hmm. i still went into the buildings mm-hmm. it, it felt pretty normal i went into the direct energy center where all the where it's just a bunch of small retailers pretending to be from all different parts of the world and everything is just made in china anyways <laughs> Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> that that yeah. that that, yeah. that exhibition there and there and it was pretty packed you know don't get me wrong i probably had in the back of my mind somewhere i was like oh is this where i'm gonna actually catch it now like that this is the first time i've kind of been like this much mass of humanity mm-hmm. i don't know it's been i don't know three or four days now i haven't felt anything uh, but the cd yeah. um yeah. yeah it was good curtis yeah. Well, it, it it reminded me of kind of like quote unquote before times, mm-hmm. but boy, do they have a lot of they're they're trying to do a lot of catch up. The one thing that shocked me was all the pricings of the midway games. Every midway game was ten bucks to win to win like a cheap cheap ass prize. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like some non licensed Pokemon or uh, you know Mario Nintendo stuff is still very popular too but Whack-A-Mole 10 bucks the Great Camel Race 10 bucks even like the um, uh, that the one game that's impossible you throw those little rings and you try to land on top of the bottle caps oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 10 bucks 10 bucks for only for you to lose Curtis so I'm thinking three of those games will get you a decent stuffed animal if you <laughs> want to go buy one retail yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. How much are those games at Wonderland these days? Like, uh, they don't have games at Wonderland. It's just rides, right? Or, don't, or do they, they have used, like a small smattering of games? I think they well, only have. They a small used to smattering. have them. They used to have them because that's where you would go and get like. Uh, oh, the know, redemption games, right? Yeah, yeah. You I would think. get. You would get like um, when it was Hanna Barbera. You'd get all like your like a. I remember I won a boo boo bear one time playing that yeah. one where you you throw like a you throw like a wiffle ball into 
<laughs> into, into a bunch of cups you try to get into a colored cup yeah and stuff but i don't i don't remember how much they were they're probably at that point in time they were like two bucks and that seemed like outrageous so 10 bucks is- so so some new midway games i saw was the so kids that grew up in the 80s would probably have some type of cold sweats as a result is the not the flex arm hang curtis but you had to hang off of a, a chin-up bar you had to hold it for two minutes. I thought this little girl was going to make it. And then she cracked after a minute. Um, but she looked really calm up to the minute. This little boy lasted 15 seconds and 10 bucks. <laughs> That's up the window. Now, no. the bar is very thin and very smooth. So I can only imagine that they were just sweating and it was just slimy. and Yeah, impossible um, to get a grip. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I wasn't about to try it. Uh, another game... If, like unless you're unless you're Messi or maybe Neymar or Ronaldo it was a soccer ball you had to kick it now it was kind of like a, a fake soccer goalie net and they had I guess three metal milk cartons stacked into a pyramid and you had to kick it and knock all three off the pedestal with a soccer ball kick I'm like, that's even harder than throwing it. Like, who who has that level of accuracy kicking mm. a soccer ball? Now, when you win these games, do you go right into, like, the the big prizes? Or is it still that sort of system where you'd get, like, a dinky prize and keep having to trade up and trade De- up? Depending on the level of difficulty of the game. So the hanging one was one prize. The soccer ball game was one prize. Uh, a lot of the other games are just standard. You had to progress. So you yeah. had to trade two smalls and you get a medium or whatever the, the whatever the economy, the, the carny, the carny economy. Carney, the carny economy. <laughs> exactly. The economy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one Mark, that Mark, I saw. Mark, Mark Carney is a big uh, proponent of the carny economy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a deep cut there, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, another one was the standard throw the baseball and knock all the blocks off the pedestal. But this one's an interesting one. Someone figured out the physics where they just stacked three blocks vertically upward. Mm-hmm. And But it wasn't a hard, softball or hardball. You were given like this plastic hollow ball. <laughs> so oh. I went, hold on. Like, how are you? How is this knocking anything over? <laughs> how are you getting any speed or force against it when this ball is hollow air is flowing through it like it just makes no sense right like it's one of those safety balls that you give kids which you'll probably see sometime in the near near future where it's just impossible to hurt anybody with right i'm looking forward to the x in like 2042 when the games cost a hundred dollars and you'll get a marshmallow and you'll have to knock a kettlebell off of uh off of off 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 of a off of an oil drum. <laughs> um, so and people people will still try. Yep. No. No. You know anything to get that stuffed fake shy guy, or the <laughs> the the pure fake uh, uh, Pikachu. Yeah. So as we talked about last week about the foods, I went in search for some of these foods, Curtis. So I, I sent you a picture of a few of them. I found the lightsaber uh, cotton candy. Mm-hmm. 
so it you do get to keep this lightsaber that's about two feet long and it's got a hilt so sure you come up with a souvenir and they put the cotton candy on the blade mm-hmm. and you only get blue i only saw blue 20 bucks really <laughs> 20 bucks for some cotton candy curtis holy crap that's what i said i went no hard pass i did fine and i did have but not the full two foot taco because it looked ridiculous and it was also 30 bucks curtis the two mm-hmm. foot taco was 30 bucks mm-hmm. so i had the one foot so basically half the size um basically they took a burrito um tortilla and they folded yeah. it and then they toasted it right. so th- there wasn't an integrity issue but it was definitely i think i would have rather have the burrito <laughs> than this kind of open-faced thing that was stuffed with um it yeah. was you know it was, it was, yeah. it was okay um and that cost me 18 bucks yeah so you're um, so you're so per unit you're saving getting the two-foot taco Yes, you, you, it is. You, you're saving uh, for those keeping score at home. You're saving about six bucks if you yeah. if if you go. But that's a lot of food, dude. Like I, I, you, I sent you the photo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, I wish I put. I, I should. I should have did a selfie so I can. You can like put my scale of my head to this taco. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed uh, by. I was impressed by by the look. I don't know, but um, was worthy. Like, was it a good? taco uh you know it was okay it was possible notwithstanding yeah it, it was it was passable like right. it, it, was, it was a bit it was a bit dry but um mm. it, it was passable like was it an 18 dollar taco well it, it, the vo- the sheer volume of food i would say yes it's you know it's worth it like it's it's just it gave me calories per calories per dollar was definitely good value there right now i couldn't find any of the ice creams at all i i was searching pretty hard i could i couldn't find any of the ice creams i did find this one decadent ice cream place they serve the classic cne waffle ice cream sandwich mm-hmm. but yep. instead of waffle they use brownies oh okay okay so you basically like two brownies ice mm-hmm. cream in the middle yeah go have it yeah yeah um, i i did find one other dare food which was I saw these guys on an episode of like Carnival Eats on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. So it's macaroni and cheese. Couldn't find the macaroni and cheese pizza or the macaroni and cheese lemonade. It's so <laughs> like I get something macaroni and cheese. I got macaroni and cheese in a bacon bowl. Oh, so huh? Yeah, I'm intrigued with that one. <laughs> yeah, so you know you just kind of dig into it, and they. It, it's decent, you know. The bacon bowl is a bit dry, but you know the the, the cheesiness of the bake of you know it's decent macaroni and cheese. So okay, okay. Well, it sounds like you did some um, excellent research. Uh, yeah. I commend you. I commend you on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. It seems like that ketchup and mustard ice cream was like the thing. It was like this year's cronut. It's the thing that everybody that I know has gone to the access is talking about. So it could be that maybe they they sold out. Well, that or maybe it was in a spot in the f- in the food building that I didn't happen to wander down, or maybe there was such a huge crowd around it that I just kind of went, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to avoid this." Yeah. Um, 
But uh, as as we were saying before, you know, inflationary uh, times at the food building. So uh, the classic spaghetti that you could usually get for ninety nine cents is now a dollar ninety nine. Curtis, ninety nine cents. I'm just I'm I'm impressed that they have budget options at all these days. <laughs> well, yeah. So that was it. Uh, I think you could still get hot dogs for under three bucks. Okay. So you could probably find deals if you searched far and wide, but then there are the non-deals. So, for example, you go into Chinatown, you can go to get a Vietnamese sandwich, the banh mi sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. Three, four bucks tops. Yep. Twelve bucks at the C&E. Yeah. Preposterous. So, yeah. So it's there. There. There, there, there's markup um, all over the place. Uh, another fun thing that I saw uh, that night: the Scorpions were playing the uh, Budweiser stage. So you, see, you just as I was leaving, you saw all the the rock dads and rock grandpas piling in. Now, I, 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 I was going to ask you, Curtis, when you go to a concert, and maybe a, a concert like of Budweiser stage level. Mm-hmm. What do you wear to that concert, Curtis? Uh, I think I wear what I normally wear just in everyday life, uh, which would be jeans and a black t-shirt or something yeah, along yeah. those lines. You, you leave maybe you leave the eyeliner at home, maybe, and the black nail polish, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time I was at Budweiser stage, we saw Ario Speedwagon and Chicago, and. Uh, yeah, I felt that the eyeliner would have been a bit much. <laughs> so the reason why I ask is it seemed like everyone that went to the Scorpions concert wore a concert tee. But not what? from the current tour. It, it almost seemed like, hey, I'm going to go see the Scorpions. Let me show my love for the Scorpions. Or maybe just that's what I feel like I should wear. So it's been a while since I went to a concert and, and I, I don't do like heavy metal concert is that the thing to do is to wear a concert tee but not the one that you buy from seeing the show you know yeah you're you're wearing one from maybe a tour or two ago oh when i was when i was younger and going to like rock shows yeah you would yeah you would always wear something from a previous tour you would you would never wear something from that tour yeah yeah okay so maybe 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 that is a thing okay because i was wondering i was like hold on but it, I, I had to I had to point out this one group. So there was three of them. Obviously, there are old running buddies. Two of them had one of them had a pure Scorpions T-shirt. One of them had a Scorpions Megadeth T-shirt. I guess they were toured. I don't know if Megadeth came with them this time around, but right. the two I guess toured at one point in time. And then their third buddy was wearing a White Snake T-shirt. Hmm. Now, did the other two should have called them on that and said, "Dude, not cool." I think so. I think so. It's the same when I go to a Raptors game and the Raptors and the Raptors are playing the Philadelphia 76ers and and some guy shows up with an Orlando Magic jersey. It's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> well, maybe is it Shaq? Maybe maybe it's a Shaq jersey. <laughs> I'll give him that. I'll give him that. It's usually it's usually Penny Hardaway. Okay. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it, it, it could be a Shaq jersey in, the, in, the, in that in that anecdotal um, example. Sure, yeah, it would, it would okay. probably be a Shaq jersey. 
but 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 that is a thing so so wearing the concert tee to the show that you're going to see that's a thing right yeah like yeah like if i was going to see soundgarden on the super unknown tour yeah i would have probably gone with a bad motor finger t-shirt oh, okay okay you wouldn't be wearing a pearl jam 10 t-shirt <laughs> i i wouldn't personally <laughs> It was great to kind of be out there. And of course, I had to do the 20 minute lineup to get the tiny Tim donuts. And they're very good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get those. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he, he's also not 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 sheltered by inflation. So a dozen donuts now costs you seven bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I heard that they've gone up like. Yeah. A, a fair amount. But. Now, another thing, uh, specifically in a couple of days. I am going to see the return, the full return of Fan Expo Canada uh, this Friday. So this is going to be exciting. This is the first full one because the one I went last year was definitely not, even though they called it that, it was not the same. Uh, this one definitely back to full force. Mm-hmm. I even read the um, safety protocols and they were just saying, mass, no mandatory. We're not checking vaccinations. So... You know, once again, Western. What are you? What are you doing? It's Fan up, expos. It's, it's it's up to you. You just you do it. Yeah, you yeah. No, totally. Of course. You know. If, well, it could be part of your costume. Yeah, it could be. I, right. I mean, that's the beauty of uh, Fan Expo. Is like, yeah, just you, uh, you cosplay as anyone from Mortal Kombat, yeah. other than Liu Kang. Yeah. You know, you got a mask. Curtis, I, I I intentionally said let's let's talk about Fan Expo, but specifically the celebrities that are showing up. So. I gave you a link to the uh, celebrities that will be there, the days that will be there. And in each one, they offered a, I guess, just advance notice of how expensive autographs and photos with said stars are going to be. Um, It's interesting. So all four hobbits would be there, right? Sean Austin, Elijah Wood, Dominic Monaghan, Billy Boyd. Still milking Lord of the Rings, eh? It's all four of them. Well, I guess there's that new show coming out on uh, on on Prime. But are they in it? No, but I think it's just like <laughs> just 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 getting getting people psyched with some uh, some Hobbit appearances. Yep. So we have we have uh, some of the cast of Stranger Things uh, showing. I don't. You know what? I know it seems really weird, but I haven't actually seen Stranger Things at all. People okay. find that really confusing, for, and I, I I would agree, but I, I I really have no interest in going and watching it for whatever reason. Uh, it's very uh, if you like Spielbergy type stuff uh, and that, like that nostalgia for that, then you then you might like it. I recognize the one kid, the mm-hmm. one that was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, yes. Are the other three that are showing up, are they main characters or are they side characters? They may be season four characters. I haven't seen season four yet. I'm saving oh, okay. that for when the kid is born, um, when I'm like up all hours of the night. Okay. Uh, the the uh, So Finn Wolfhard, he's like the, the main kid or one of the main kids. Yeah, Canadian. Uh, from the, Canadian, yeah. Canadian, yeah. Uh, uh, some CanCon right there uh, yeah. at Fan Expo. Um, and then I don't, yeah. So the other ones, I'm not, uh, I'm not too sure about them. They may be a big deal in, in season four, but yeah, they don't have any of the other sort of like, um, 
sort of like members of uh, of of the of the crew of the like original mm-hmm. crew of kids that I can tell. Okay, so there's there's a about five five folks from the boys again. Another show I never gone around watching. I think I heard that the first season was pretty brutal, and I heard a few scenes, and I was just like, oh, I think I I think I'm I'm good. I think I'll take no, a pass. The whole thing's brutal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I really like it, but yeah, it's 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 pretty extreme. Um, okay. Yeah. So now, but the boys are actually filmed in Toronto, so that explains why it's probably easy to get these guys in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they don't have uh, they don't have Carl Urban. I noticed who like plays uh, uh, Billy Butcher is one of the main the main like the sort of like main character or one of them you know one of the main char- characters but uh but they do have important. a pretty good selection yeah he's I'm too, too important. important but he's got uh, like such a body of work because he was in lord of the rings he was in he was in the star trek uh the the, the star trek reboots he played he played bones mccoy mm-hmm. and he's in the boys so like and he was in doom with uh Dwayne the rock johnson so like there's so many he 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 touches on so many things. Maybe he's just too busy. Maybe he's shooting a lot of scenes at that time. So uh, this is probably, I would say, probably one of probably the biggest star that's showing up this this time is uh, Shatner. Shatner never used to do these things, and all of a sudden, man, he just realized it's an easy payday. Yeah, he's been in the last few, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So so Shatner is going to be there. Um, if he has a panel, I'm totally asking him about that Christmas album that you and I uh, listen to. Oh yeah, uh, or yeah, or that country and western album he came out with. Yeah, I, I forget about asking him about anything else. I, I just <laughs> want to know about the you know the singing career. Um, only one star from Harry Potter, I guess. You know Neville uh, Longbottom. Just I don't know because maybe he's got nothing else to do. Maybe. He might, he might, like a lot of this because if you'll note if you look at it like it's it's a lot of people from the same there's there is sort of like a lot of people from the same um sort of thing uh like like a lot of people from the boys or a lot of people or the the four hobbits or whatever and maybe they were doing stuff in canada anyway or something because i think there's still the border issues like it's still yeah 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 you know so um so maybe maybe that guy just <laughs> happened to be maybe he he was in canada doing something with the harry potter play in toronto or whatever so he was easy to get over there oh. i have tickets i will be going in may oh, for nice. Curse child uh michael rooker from guardians of the galaxy uh but you know his character is now past so but that's okay people still want to see michael rooker yeah. um yeah walking dead right season one season was he in season two for a bit, he yeah, was right. You know your um, comments about uh, Stranger Things and the boys are the same as mine for Walking Dead. I just couldn't get in. I just never, I never tried to get into it. And now I feel mm. like it's, there's just too much, and I just. I think you're better just to, you're, you're better to just go and read it. I think. Yeah, I read, I I've read some of it. Um, yeah. I've read like the first five graphic novels or something, so I have an idea of. I mean, well, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's not, it's yeah. not hard, but yeah. So quite a few stars uh, from The Mandalorian, uh, though one did back out. So uh, Giancarlo Esposito, mm-hmm. Katie Sackhoff, uh, and Carl Weathers. Yeah. Katie yeah. Sackhoff, again, that would be like she she would cover both Gambit because she played the live action and the original voice 
of Bo-Katan from uh, Star Wars Rebels and mm-hmm. Bo-Katan in the two episodes, right? Two episodes in the last seasons. Of oh, yeah, the last two episodes, I think. Yeah. And I suspect that she'll be in yeah. season three, right? She'll she'll yeah. probably be in there. And she also was Starbuck on uh, Battlestar Galactica. It's interesting. She didn't get uh, she didn't get uh, credited for that. Usually they kind of write in comma this show, comma this show, right? That's weird because she was like a, like well, well Starbuck, right? Like yeah, Starbuck, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like like the like the, the role that Dirk Benedict made famous in the eighties. Yeah, uh, Carl Weathers. I would you know one one thing I'm disappointed they didn't put a comma after Rocky is uh. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore, yeah, Chubbs, yeah. come on! <laughs> so that alligator came up and bit my. <laughs> or uh, just, Fortune just, Dane, just tap it in, tap it in. <laughs> of course, there's there's no convention that he will not go to. Is Anthony Daniels, oh, yeah. man? That guy sells more than a professional wrestler. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I think up until recently. Or maybe it even still still exists. He's the only he's the only actor to have been in every Star Wars movie. Well, uh, he was. I was he, gonna he, say War. I was gonna say Warwick, but he wouldn't be Warwick. Wouldn't have been in obviously the first two. Like, but yeah, no, I yeah he he he, he does something or says something in yeah because C three PO has been in all of them, and then the only one that C three PO wasn't in was Solo, but Anthony Daniels had like a cameo in as like a <laughs> he's as like a, it's like a prisoner or some I don't know some you know oh, oh okay the cast of because I know that the new one's coming out of Clerks three is it Clerks three so Kevin Smith Jason Mewes. And like a few other side characters. Also, I noticed that Kevin Smith's daughter is in Cruel Summer, Harley Quinn Smith. She's yeah. she's traveling with her dad on that. So, you know. Robert England from Nightmare on Elm Street. Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I'm just going to skip ahead because I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow or like some of these Supergirls and DC stuff. LeVar Burton. Yeah, LeVar Burton. And Brent Spiner. That, I think that would be... I, I If they go on stage together, I think that would be... A, pretty good you know if they have any type of chemistry together i think that would be really good to do see a panel with those two guys he was brent spiner you know um that the, the uh, trekkies documentary hosted by oh he's Tim, great Denise Crosby. oh yeah he's awesome yeah <laughs> his uh his anecdotes are so good about going to conve- conventions and uh, and some of the and <laughs> some of the uh, erotic fan art that he's been yeah. sent <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I love how Lavar Burton, of course, comma reading Rainbow. Yeah, for sure. Come on, he 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 taught he taught an entire generation of of adults. You know yeah. the fun fun about reading, right? Like, come on, oh, yeah, yeah. And of course, just to end it off, the entire cast of Kids in the Hall. Yeah. So all five will be there. Now, Curtis, you and I were kind of punching into each one of those profiles, trying to find. Who has the most expensive autograph? Obviously, we kind of spoiled it. Shatner takes takes that prize, right? Yeah, Shatner is like fifty to seventy dollars ahead of everybody else for like a flat yeah. autograph, like a card or a photo or something like well, that. Well, if you want an if you want an autograph and a photo with Shatner, that's gonna run you almost. It's gonna run you th- uh, almost three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. 
Now, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that I'd rather spend $300 on more. So maybe I should do that. <laughs> now, let's let's talk about the people that, that didn't show up. Now, these are canceled guests. So these guys must have at one point in time either conditionally said that they were going to come or not. Mm-hmm. So this would have been part of the Mandalorian crew. So Ming-Na Wen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would have just liked to just see, like, is she that fountain of youth in real life? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. <laughs> Not so Mandalorian, so this would have been awkward if she did show up, was uh, Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. Um, probably some uh, vaccination um, some vaccination restrictions at play there. <laughs> yeah. Another person who is who I would say the female Anthony Daniels that doesn't miss any conventions, but for this one, she is missing it is Ashley Eckstein or Eckstein. She plays the cartoon voice of Ahsoka Tano in all the cartoons, but does not play her in the live action. Right. Because she's like five foot, nothing. (laughs) And I don't know. She just doesn't fit the bill of, of, of Ahsoka. Uh, even though she she voiced and gave the character. Uh, and a lot of the key cast members of uh, Cobra Kai, all of them decided to not show up. So I'm wondering if that was kind of like a group or they they had to go back and refilm some stuff because it seems kind of weird like the entire group yeah. didn't come. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's what happened. It was that they, I don't know, maybe they got, sort of approved for season four and had to start filming or something like that. Um, uh, that, that would have been, uh, one of the, uh, cause it's, uh, it's Johnny Lawrence and, uh, Crease and, uh, and, uh, uh, I forget what the Peyton list is the actor's name, but I forget what her character's oh, name is. Oh yeah. And then Hawk, right? The kid that plays and Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. 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 But, but he no longer goes by Hawk. Cause that after, after his baby face turn, he goes back to his, um, real name. yeah Eli or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I I uh, I think like um, like Johnny Lawrence is like one of my favorite characters in modern television he just always cracks <laughs> me up so oh, yeah. <laughs> the 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 modern day village idiot yeah you know what let's go back to the, the the autographs I think I would I think the kids in the hall one would be the one that's worth it, right? Because then we then we determined that the group shot was like, in terms of value wise, that was the best one. Yeah, you can get, um, I think, all five of them to sign for a flat rate of. Now it has to be something that they can all sign, so it's got to be something that they're all on. Like mm-hmm. they're not all gonna sign a, a picture of just Dave Foley or whatever. So, but like, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> no, make make them sign a photo of the cast of Monty Python. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. If, if, they, if they had any sense of humor, they would do that. Um, but uh, um, yeah, you can get them all for like 130 bucks. That's a good rate. It's a good rate. Um, you know, like it's it's because I think they are like set fifty to seventy dollars individually. But yeah, you, you know, get that get that flat rate of five autographs then you know you're really spending your uh, fed expo money wisely i i i I, you know i totally believe in bulk discounting Mm -hmm. well curtis i'll report back on the adventures i will bring something to record so if i find anyone that's willing to sit down for a small interview for the show um we'll we'll incorporate it into the into the next episode i'm looking forward um, to hearing about the costumes oh yeah yeah I, I did I tell you I, I'm just gonna go in um 
I, I'm supporting this local artist that's been drawing some really cool T-shirts of uh, like old kung fu movies and other kind of 80s martial arts movies. And now he's kind of getting into wrestling. So it's kind of cool. He does his own little artwork. Of course, he he can't get anywhere near being a booth at Fan Expo because none of his stuff is licensed. Right. So I'm going to wear one of his T-shirts. And uh, I don't know. I, I do have a pair of the the same uh, Nike Jordans that uh, Shang-Chi wears in the movie. So mm-hmm. that'll be my my homage to geekiness for for Fan Expo. Comfortable and functional. Nice. And I'll yeah. you know help rep the, the local artist. Yeah. Um, okay, so our new segment, the Am I an Asshole? Uh, I think I think I may have turned the turned the tide on this one, Curtis. So, this week's "Am I the asshole?" So, am I an am I the asshole for being annoyed at my mother in law that my mother in law ate my dinner? So, this one's an interesting story. So, this woman uh, made Swedish meatballs in gravy, mashed potatoes, broccoli, and homemade bread for dinner. She. Put this, puts down the food um, for everyone to have. No, I think she kind of made like uh, little plates for everybody. And then uh, she went back in to grab some clothes off the laundry line or something. I don't know why she decided to do laundry while serving dinner. That was kind of the weird part in the story, whatever. But she came back and found that her plate had been completely emptied. And that her mother-in-law said that she wanted more, grabbed her, grabbed her plate and poured her food onto her plate. So the mother-in-law now has like double portion meatball, double portion mashed potatoes and bread and broccoli. Mm-hmm. They start eating. And then once the mother-in-law has kind of had enough, she's, she's then asking for a container so she can take the extra portion home for dinner the next night. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine tension is going yeah. on right now. There's a snarky comment um, that goes, and she goes, oh, well, you know, the mother-in-law goes, okay, well, well you can eat it then. And they basically said, no, thank you, and handed her the container. I'm sure there was, like, not a hand. I'm sure it was, like, shoved in her face or whatever. Um, yeah, so she, the, 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 the hostess, you know, went to bed hangry, if you will, because she, you know, basically didn't have dinner. The mother-in-law decided to take her dinner. It sounded like she was there to pick a fight because it seemed kind of weird that one would do this. So she's asking um, the fact, uh, folks out there, you know, she, the mother-in-law, I think also said that, oh, you should have made more, which was kind of even more weird. So basically she's asking, is she the asshole for being annoyed at her mother-in-law? Uh, Curtis, what's your take on this story? Like it is, is the, a really, really bizarre story. Well, I don't think that she is. Uh, and I think like there's a couple of things that kind of get buried at the bottom. One is that she's is that the the poster, so the woman who made the dinner is pregnant. Um, mm. So so it's pretty selfish to take food from anybody, and even more so when you're taking it from a from a pregnant woman. Um, I know this uh, from experience. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> also like so, 
she she uh sort of tells her husband where i guess it's like you know the the mother-in-law's son you know um that uh that she was offended and he writes to his mother and says like you behave very selfishly and you should give my wife an apology and she's like no she was uh the asshole and not only am i not going to apologize i'm going to go <laughs> and post this on social media and so she says i've posted this on social media and people are saying that my daughter-in-law is an asshole and a rude hostess and not only that she said <laughs> It's 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 not her fault because because the the poster should have anticipated that she was going to want to take home some more that she was going to want more than she would eat for dinner and and uh, was going to want to take some home. So I ask you, Larry, when you go to a friend's house for dinner, <laughs> do you go there also anticipating to have enough for lunch the next day? <laughs> Man, if I was this person, I'd be like, if, if, I didn't know that would be a thing that one does. I would bring like a cooler and just start stacking stuff into my cooler. Yeah. And then, you know. Just take take everybody's dinner. Take everybody's <laughs> Well, not just dinner. I'm talking drinks. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, yeah. I like this bottle of wine. I've never yeah. had this one before. And just like, you know. it. Yeah. Like, who does that? Like, yeah. especially, it'd be one thing if it was like communal food. And you take more than you think you need. Mm-hmm. But to actually like reach over and grab someone's setted plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like sh- just shoveling all of their food on top of yours when you haven't had a bite of yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and then it's- to, to not finish it and then say, oh, boy, that was great. Can I get a container now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then say, well, then I guess you can eat it, you know. Um, so like, I don't know, the, the original poster is like saying like, wow, maybe because I'm pregnant, it was my hormones acting up. It's like, no, this woman was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but, but just, just hearing the scenario, like, I don't think normal people behave this way. I think totally the mother-in-law was trying to mess with her. Mm -hmm. I think there's something else going on here. Which is weird also. Like, I mean, I don't know what their family dynamics are, but that seems like extraordinarily petty. Like, even if that is what you're trying to do, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I love this segment. This has been pretty clear. This has been pretty clear cut. All three have been uh, clear cut. This is the first one where it's quite clear that the poster is not the asshole. And the mother in law uh, is. And the mother in law is. But I think like I think eventually we're gonna come across like a real gray area where you and I might disagree. I I I, I will I will endeavor to find one uh hopefully maybe by the next episode. So on to the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus sandwich. You and I always laugh at people that make f- make light of World War II and any any type of inconvenience that someone faces in the first world. Uh, they always scream, "Oh, this is just like Nazi Germany." Yeah. Well, sometimes you you know this guy wanted to double down, but in the opposite way, and decided to Hitler name drop in hopes of political uh, yeah. progress like here. A, so like a bump, like a political bump. Yeah, hoping hoping for a bump, maybe you know. So headline is Republican who praised Hitler somehow loses congressional primary. I think it needs to be pointed out first. He didn't lose it by a lot. 
Oh yeah, that's the that's the scary thing. So this is Carl Palladino, and he did lose, but not by much. <laughs> like we're talking, not by much at all. And he was quoted earlier saying that uh, Hitler is the type of leader we need today. If you're thinking like, oh, he might have been uh, quoted outside of uh, context or, or yes. uh, anything yes, like that. We, we, but, we. But this is the full, the full quote. Uh, this guy was uh, he's a, a Buffalo businessman, uh, Carl Paladino. Um, and uh, he was just asked, I guess, at a, at a campaign stop about, uh, you know, he was throwing a softball. How do you get people thinking about the possibility of change here in New York State and what that might mean for everyone here? And this is his answer uh, verbatim. I was thinking the other day about somebody had mentioned on the radio Adolf Hitler and how he aroused the crowds, Paladino replied, and he would get up there screaming these epithets. And these people were just, they were hypnotized by him. I guess that's the kind of leader we need today. We need someone inspirational. We need somebody that is a doer that's been there and done it. <laughs> now, I will. I guess I I could concede that that Hitler wasn't lazy, but or or a man of inaction. Yeah, but um, outside of that, I would I would think <laughs> like that is. You know that, that I mean that should have been the end. Like the ne- that, that should have been in the news that night, and then the next day he's announcing that he's withdrawing his name yeah. from, from candidacy. But that's not what happened. He, he actually went to the polls, and 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 uh, while he was defeated, he wasn't defeated by by a lot. But he was like he was like uh, endorsed by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like the whole the whole thing is a circus, and this yeah. is just more proof of that. Really, that's just, yeah, and and let's let's just leave it there because we're 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 men of action as well, Curtis. So let's move on to the next headline. Uh, more food for those that miss McDonald's pizza. Well, here's a I guess crummy alternative. <laughs> Tim Hortons is now serving pizza at select GTA locations, Curtis. Yes, these locations have not yet been disclosed. <laughs> So. But yeah, Tim Hortons is testing out some new menu items. Why? Just stick with coffee and donuts. Adding pizza to its food options at, as a trial run. So there's, I guess, three flavors. So there's plain cheese, pepperoni, and some chicken... Uh, chicken parmesan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim Hortons is is weird, and it's that place. Yes, its core, it's it, like its core um, business is going to be coffee, donuts, and maybe to a lesser degree sandwiches. Um, every once in a while, they'll they'll put on like you know new new items on their menu, like artisanal. They'll try to make like artisanal wraps or something like that. And then they'll cut it all back and they'll ha- release a, 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 they'll send out a press release saying like Tim Hortons is, is, is revamping its menus to focus on the classics, to focus on what Tim Hortons is known for. And then two, two months later, they'll say like, hell with it. Let's, let's go with pizza. You know, like, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I don't know day to day what their, 
their their it's, model is. <laughs> it's, just it's, 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 it's kind of like the crypto market. It's like complete pump and dump. <laughs> I love I the tweet. I do want to try. I do want to try yeah. them. I, I don't don't get me wrong. I am also curious <laughs> as well. The tweet that Tim Horton sends. Oh my god! I, I thought our dad jokes were bad. Cheese stand by. But if guests would like to get in on a slice of the action, they can check out one of 20 test restaurants in GTA. And then not tell you which ones. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Now, we did track one. One is at Dundas and Dixie in the heart of Mississauga. You can mm-hmm. go there and try it out. Seven bucks for the cheese pizza and eight bucks for the ones with the mystery meat. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how... It's described. Some people described it as "quote unquote" pretty good. I don't know yeah. if I want food described as pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but the price point isn't too bad, right? Like, you oh can, yeah, yeah, you could split one of those, like you know, with somebody. This, and- your your dollar to calorie ratio, you're doing mm-hmm. okay here. Yeah, because the pizza looked like I said, it's about flatbread size, so I I would think it's probably about 10 inches lengthwise maybe yeah. four inches wide so it's kind of like this rectangular and it looks like it's frozen <laughs> they just threw uh, it in yeah but yeah. i don't know do coffee and pizza go together is that something we have to try out <laughs> that do. combination coffee really doesn't go with anything except for like <laughs> a donut. like to me like you know in Europe, sometimes you'll see people like have coffee and sandwiches, and I'm just like, I just they just don't go together. For, like I, I I do enjoy drinking coffee, but it's usually on its own or it's with like eggs and bacon or something like that. So so Curtis, question to you as always: When they dump the pizza, what's their next cycle? What's the next food that Tim Hortons is going to say we're releasing after they say, oh, we got to tighten up, we got to go back to the basics. Got to go I back would, to classics. Yeah, so they go back to classics, and then when they decide to expand again, then they're expanding with sushi. Oh, I think Tim's sushi. Because <laughs> I just want to go in there. I just want to go into a Tim Hortons and see, like, you know, five or six teenagers who make minimum wage or, or maybe just above minimum wage pattering around the back. And then, like, one one's uh, uh like like master sushi chef like cutting like 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 slicing up eel or octopus you know in a completely like in a, com- in, a in a completely like sort of separate counter space so that there's not cross contamination <laughs> you, you give them too much credit you don't think it's the, the 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 sweaty teenager slicing the guy with the many band-aids on his fingers because he's nicked himself so many times with the sushi knife yeah i think that's how they would do it but this is what i would love to see i would love to see like i'd love to see them take it seriously like 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 fly in fly in like a couple of guys from japan to, to like to like to do it properly <laughs> No, no, that no, now, now you got me thinking. Sushi and coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you know that could that could go together pretty well. I'll, I'll, it sounds like a. It sounds like a. It sounds like a C and E dare food. I think so. Yeah, Co- yeah. coffee flavored sushi. Yeah. So Ooh. instead, so instead <laughs> of wasabi and soy sauce, you you dip it into like a double double. So you get you you get your like sashimi, and then you'll dip it into a double double. Actually, you say you say sushi. I would 
you just got me thinking. I'm thinking uh, Tim Hortons is going to go tacos. Tim yeah, tacos. I can see them going tacos. I can see them going tacos. It would be kind of like when they had that the chili in the bowl that you could eat. Oh, the bread bowl. The bread bowl. Yeah, I can see them kind of like taking the taking the next logical step from there and making it into sort of like a taco, putting the the, the chili into a taco shell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and I left the last story, the best story for last. This one. This one requires a bit of time to explain because there's so much that goes on in this story. Uh, again, very apropos for the cucumber because we talk about comic books uh, stuff all the time here. Suspect arrested after cruiser stolen with two canine dogs inside. Now, this guy went on a meth rampage. We're pretty sure it's probably a meth rampage. So at 4 a.m., this guy busted a window in Paradise Comics up here at uh, Young and Lawrence area. He stole, I guess, a box of vintage comic books, like kind of attempting to smash and grab. But apparently the security camera shows him going in and out of the comic shop a few times. But by the third time he goes in, a police officer from the canine unit arrives and tries to chase him down. They catch the guy... I I kind of you know if if we if I, I thought we, I learned everything I know about policing from TV, he handcuffs him in the front, which I didn't think was they allowed or trained to do, but as a result of cuffing him in the front, he was able to break free from the officer. They ran to the guy ran to the police vehicle, got inside and made off with it. So here's this guy driving a police car with two dogs in the back handcuffed yeah and 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 he makes it he makes it across town yeah all the way to (laughs) like 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 several major streets west yeah he gets to keel so basically i would say from keel to young that must be at least 10 kilometers right it must be Maybe, maybe a bit more. I would say 10. I think, I think that's, that's probably reasonable. He hits another car at that intersection, damages the police car so much that I guess he parks it into a metro convenience grocery store, gets out, and tries to carjack another set of vehicles while still handcuffed. I think one of them was a cab, and he's trying, he's, I guess he's bashing the window with the cuffs to get inside the cab, and then eventually he is then... Uh, captured uh, by the cops after the chase and smash and grab. But yeah, the comic book meth madness. It seems. It oh, seems and by the way, I, before before we yeah. continue, uh, the dogs are okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. that's, that's good. It's good that that uh, that that we clarified that because you know I I would have been thinking what about the dogs because it's yeah. You know, uh, where, with if it got an accident and and uh, and whatnot, but uh, the thing that I find most interesting about this is like this guy. When they said that they caught the guy, he's of no fixed address, which is usually code for like you know hanging around and 
Usually when they usually when it's a no fix address, yeah, perp, it's a meth. It's a you know it's a it's he's, like a, he's not he's he's not living the hot he's not he's not unlisted because he wants his privacy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just don't know what made him decide to target a comic book store because your like the value of your haul is really contingent on you knowing the product. So and finding know, a buyer. Yeah. And and just knowing what to steal, right? He could have. Oh yeah. He, he could have. He could have walked out of there with like a whole bunch of sad sack Sarge, or 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 Richie Rich comics or something, right? But or, uh, uh, or 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 as I look at my as I look at my shelf of stuff that I don't read anymore, how about uh, how about this one, Curtis? Or the Gru the Wanderer. Gru the Wanderer, yeah, yeah. Sergio Aragones, absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he could have, he could have, uh, I mean, and maybe he did, uh, steal a bunch of useless stuff. I don't know, but I'd like to think that he, that he sort of like came across a wizard, uh, comic pricing guide and, <laughs> and did his research and then went in and targeted from paradise comics. Like, ah, uh, this is where they keep fantastic four number one, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, cause yeah, it's, yeah, you've got to, you've got to get stuff that's worthwhile and then you've got to find somebody willing to buy it. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's not, yeah, it's not the, it's not the easiest thing to, to steal and make a quick buck. No, I figure there's got to be other stores in that area where it's far, oh, far easier could've... to find something valuable. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah, this, this guy went on complete rampage. I like, He's been charged with break and enter, assault with intent to resist arrest, escaping lawful custody, theft of a motor vehicle, dangerous operations of a motor vehicle, flight while pursuit of by a peace officer, two counts of possession of property obtained by crime, two counts of robbery, and two counts of failing to comply with probation. Yeah. Man, this guy, like, that's a serious rap sheet, man. That's a lot of charges. That is a lot of charges. For someone with no fixed address. And pretty serious ones too. Like if you had to just like when they caught him at first, especially could you imagine if they caught him at first and they found out that the comics that uh, that he stole had like a uh, combined wizard value of like, you know, $17.25. You know, you can't, <laughs> you can charge him with like breaking and entering, but you can't even charge him with like. With grand larceny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, just a really, really, really weird story. Now, unfortunately for Paradise Comics, during all this kerfuffle, the box that he did take out, I guess he kind of took it and I guess he was staging it somewhere just outside or maybe in the alley. Um, so someone did steal the box that was attempted to be stolen by him. So there's apparently whatever was in that box Mm -hmm. could be expensive, could be, the collection of Guru the Wanderer. Yeah. It could be, you know, a lot of Archie comics. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe the complete set of Dazzler. Yeah. You know, Rom Space Knight. Like there's, <laughs> most <laughs> comics aren't worth a hell of a lot, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, that, those, those, that's, maybe that's the, the story. It's, those are still out on the loose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a, that's a hell of a, hell of a story. A, yeah, he did not want to be caught, this guy, with those comics. Oh, 
but to steal to to steal a cop car like a it's being tracked and it's not exactly the most inconspicuous vehicle right yeah (laughs) especially when it's the canine unit one oh yeah oh yeah we've all played grand theft auto nothing good nothing good comes of stealing the cop car they, 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 they track it down immediately yeah Wow, that was a crazy news cycle this week, Curtis. Uh, listen, how many how many more weeks is it? This must you must be coming down to the final four, right? We got one month. Final four, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Now, you, you've had like said showers and many gifts are coming into the home. Have you tried to make sure that you kind of stay organized and insane at this point in time? Yeah. Or are you feeling overwhelmed? No, we're like Heather's excellent at that. So she's oh. been, yeah, and and I've been I've been helping to a de- to to whatever limited degree that I'm capable of. Um, but yeah, no, we're 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 pretty organized. I think like yeah, uh, but you know, like we still like I've got to think about like you know because it's coming up. We got to think about what we're gonna take to the hospital because we're gonna be there for a couple of days. So you know. Uh, you don't want it to be one of those things where, uh, you know, you forget, you know, you're, you're all organized about other stuff and then, and then you forget your, your, your kit bag and then you're at the hospital with nothing. Yeah. Thing, you did, know? did, uh, did, did the prenatal class also kind of talk about what goes in the bag that's basically by the door and just. Yeah. Yeah. And basically said to, to just buy you know, just buy right now, uh, you know, doubles of all your toiletries and put them in the bag right now, mm-hmm. you know, because, because, you know, you, you, if you, if you, uh, think like, oh, I'll just pack them like day of, and then you forget because it's kind of like a stressful <laughs> time and then, and then you, then you show up and then you don't have them. Whereas if you just say like, I'm just going to buy some some deodorant and toothpaste and stuff just for that trip. And I'll pack it right now so that it's mm-hmm. there and, and just use my other stuff. And plus you might, plus you'll probably end up leaving stuff there or you'll forget stuff there. So, you know, just, Oh yeah. You know, no, no, no. It's this, this is, yeah. Treat it like a, a, a disposable bag of stuff. You're just going to bring it in with the intention of it being lost or not. Right. Yeah. To yeah. be brought back. Yeah. So no, no, that's, that's good. That seemed like good advice and, and stuff like that. And, you know, like, like I, um, we've been talking about before, like one of the key things they tell you is just how to get to the hospital. It's Mount Sinai. Everybody knows, you know, where it is and, and that it's on university, but, uh, you know, there's, they say like, don't go to the university entrance, go to the Murray street entrance. Cause you can park there easily. You can get in, mm-hmm. you have, you have ingress into the hospital really easily. And then, and then the elevators are right there to take you up to the, to the fifth floor where they, uh, uh, you know, where, where, where they accept people in, into the, uh, into the, uh, na- the, uh, I don't know. What's it called? Triage. Na- yeah. Triage, triage. Triage. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, yeah, they, they they make sure. Oh, you're not ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, and the um, other so thing, the other thing too is we have, uh, we have our date pretty much booked. Um, okay, because uh, we're getting a uh, C-section, so we've got it. So okay. that takes like a lot of the guesswork out of it. Um, okay, so you'll be able to rent a car and kind of go there. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, in relative comfort. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 
So, so I mean, I think I think the thing is like, especially with that that sort of kit bag and stuff, like th- that's really good advice if you're not, you know, if you if you're going through like a a standard <laughs> birth with like unpredictable labor and stuff like that. That's when mm-hmm. you really need to, you know, make sure you're on top of things beforehand when you're thinking clearly and not like yeah yeah God. yeah. And 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 don't forget to pack one for yourself too. Because there's going to be quite a bit of time where you just kind of yeah. downtime, and yes, oh, yeah, you can probably bringing, leave the. You'll probably not feel like you'll want to leave the hospital, so yeah, I'm bringing the switch. Yeah, and you know some some yeah. juice boxes or yeah. beef jerky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> anything to kind of just pass the time away. I'm trying to think what else is around Mount Sinai. One thing is no longer around Mount Sinai is uh, O'Grady's. Remember O'Grady's? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, wrestling, the wrestling, the wrestling, the wrestling pub. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Why well, last a long time? But yeah. So, but as a result, that stretch of U U of T, like on College, mm-hmm. which is just where Murray Street. Just you know, if you just go a bit west, I think you have your choice of like quick foods with you know relative good choices, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just kind of eating hospital Tim Hortons, yeah. hey, maybe maybe the Tim Hortons in Mount Sinai might actually be one of the pizza locations. Well, I hope so. I know they have a Jugo, they have a Jugo juice in the Mount Sinai because we 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 ordered from there one time when we went in for a checkup. So mm. you can get some hot, very sugary smoothies. If I could couple that with a Tim Hortons pizza, I'd say that it was a it was it was a success. Yeah, you're not you're also not too far from Watu, so you can go get some spicy squid. Yep. Yeah. You're not you're not that not that far, you know. No, no, not really. Yeah, some spicy <laughs> squid from 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 Watu. Thank thank goodness Watu survived the uh the pandemic. I, I don't know how they would, but <laughs> it's not like they were ready for delivery. Um and I, I get the sense that the people that ate there were also commuting from far distances, which then yeah. their delivery wouldn't reach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in such a odd location. Like it's very close to, um, you know, it's very close to to Dundas or whatever, where there's tons of uh, you know Chinese restaurants. But it's sort of tucked away. Is it on Center Street? Is that the name of the yeah, street? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on Center Street, and it's just it, it, sort of it, like tucked away there. It's like but, a restaurant you go when you you have to wait for your bus. <laughs> at the terminal yeah it's like looking around where should i go and what's open you know yeah. what what who's open like till four in the morning or something oh, yeah, some yeah. godful time like that oh it's it's pretty crazy now you and i sorry just one more story about want to before we before we sign off you and i went not too long ago you know for our annual visit but as a result of the, the pandemic this was a little extended remember the weird thing i noticed which was their hvac system is actually inside the restaurant yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, it kind of went, are we taking in carbon monoxide by sitting in this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Why, why is the furnace and air conditioner all within, you know, next to table five? I, it's very weird. It's a very weird place. It's very yeah. weird. But it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for listening to Curtis and I. We you can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, 
Amazon Music, and I forgot the other registration that we registered to, Curtis. You said you listen to a few think, podcasts. I think we're on that Stitcher are on. Premium, if I'm not mistaken. Stitcher Premium, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But basically, right at this point in time in the game, anywhere you can get your podcast, please hit that subscribe button. And wherever you can leave a comment, please do to help us connect with other people that might be interested in listening to Curtis and I. So, Curtis, any last words with four weeks to go? Um, I, I'm just, yeah, I've been, um, thinking about my TV sort of, uh, watching plan, uh, cause mm. I, I think that, that I will have some time when I'm, you know, sort of up with the, up with the kid, putting it to sleep or whatever. Um, but I did, um, check out on, uh, Sunday, the first episode of house of the dragon, which is the game of Thrones spinoff. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I am cautiously optimistic and that's all I'll say about it right now. Hmm. I, I I did hear some decent reviews on the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm that interested, especially in like a prequel story. Um, but this is so far into said past that obviously there's no one recognizable, right? Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's. I guess something similar might be um, Knights of the Old Republic, although that's probably even further back from um a new hope era star wars but yeah like you're going way back to uh you're going way back to like the early days of the of the targaryen dynasty and stuff like that but Mm. it's it's the first episode was was pretty good and that's on uh that's on prime or crave uh crave hbo crave right yeah yeah yeah. so it's so it'll be on crave yeah okay prime's getting the lord of the rings show and crave has the the uh house of the dragon the payoff better be there better better not be something silly better not be this is earth all along yeah i i would not be impressed it was all a dream (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you again for listening and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber i'm living the good life while i'm working from home